Welcome everyone to the Check Your Six segment of the Summoning Hour podcast. We are talking about week-to-week results and matches to look forward to and developments within the league of the Collegiate Rainbow Six League. I'm excited to be talking about the playoffs this week and who we know is already going to be there and the struggles of the fifth place teams within all of the divisions and ironing out who is going to be that wild card in each of the division playoffs. But first, I want to go back to the matches I gave a shout out to last week and find out how those came out. In Lion Group 1, there was a battle between 2nd and 3rd place UC Davis and Northern Arizona respectively. This was an opportunity for Northern Arizona to close the gap and make Week 9 really matter in terms of being able to surpass UC Davis. Unfortunately for them, they lost 7-1, 7-5, and UC Davis is secure in their 2nd place finish with 19 points. Northern Arizona, with that loss, it puts them within striking distance of Utah and New York Institute of Technology for them to be overcome in this next and final week of the season. If they get bumped down to fifth place, I don't know if they'll have what it takes in terms of stats and what their opponent is going to be like in week nine to claim that fifth place wildcard. I would not want to be in their shoes they cannot pull it off and Utah and New York Institute Technology pull off major upsets against UC Davis and UC San Diego. The second match we had in week eight that I wanted to talk about was Angelo State versus Ferris State from Falcon Group 1. These were two teams tied for third place with 11 points each. The only difference in their record for the season was a one point difference in round differential otherwise both of these teams were three wins two ties two losses angelo state barely edged them out with a one point round differential difference these two teams were consistent within their group and from statistics there was no real reason why one team should have pulled ahead at face value but that's what happened. Angelo State kind of asserted a bit of dominance and said, nah, we're the better team. We're the better team. With a 7-5 and 7-3 victory over Ferris State, they left little question who was really going to be taking that third place spot. And actually, in reality, what happened is that win by Angelo State propelled them to a second place position and they're tied with Illinois Tech, but their round differential is so significantly bigger than Illinois Tech that Angelo State, with this one win, basically firmly secured second place, assuming they can match Illinois Tech's next result or surpass it in Week 9. The last match I wanted to call out from Week 8 was Colorado Mines versus Michigan State in Falcon Group 2. These two teams, much like Angelo State and Ferris State, were so close statistically 
that it felt like it needed to be called out because these are the determining matches of where people end up falling in the playoffs. Now this is a third versus fourth place battle. Colorado Mines with three wins, two ties, and two losses going against Michigan State with three wins, one tie, and three losses with identical round differentials. So these two teams have won their matches consistently to a point where they kind of have the similar results. And if you think about that and that difference in their record is one loss versus a second tie. That's really, really close. And that's why it's interesting to see that these two teams tied again. Colorado Mines secured the second map at, at what looks like they came back because it was an 8-7 to seven victory in overtime, while Michigan State took the first map 7-5, to five, which is a little bit more of a convincing statement. Now, let's start talking about who is successfully into the national playoffs, which is the round of 32. This is where we start talking about the top performers out of all of the groups, all 12 of them, only two groups can be contested for first place by second place, which means first place for 10 groups is already known and we already know 10 of our teams going to national playoffs. Let's congratulate these teams for their hard work and wonderful performances over the season. From Eagle Group, we have Ohio State, Liberty University, and Penn State. From Falcon Group, we have Houston, Iowa State, Texas A&M. From Lion Group, we have UC San Diego, British Columbia, and Viper Groups, Kennesaw State, and Central Florida. Congratulations once again. You all have made it. You have done an exceptional job at playing Rainbow Six. I can't wait to see how your matches pan out in the near future, but in the meantime, enjoy a break and watch the division playoffs. Speaking of division playoffs, we have to know who the wildcard teams are going to be. Let's dive in. Now the way the division playoffs work is that they will take the second, third, and fourth place teams from all three groups in a division, so equal groups one, two, and three, for example, and they will match them up. So this is when you do some math. You have second, third, and fourth, three teams per group. There's three groups, three teams, nine teams in all. How do you have a playoff with nine teams? You need a tenth team. So this is where the wild card comes in. They're going to take the fifth place team with the most points or the higher round differential and put them in as the wild card team. These 10 teams will be match made up against one opponent. And after that one fight, the five teams standing, those are the ones going to the national playoffs. So let's look at the case studies of who our potential wild card winners will be. In Eagle Group, it looks like Northeastern is a shoo-in. Aside from already having more points than Case Western can gain in a single week, that means Case Western is out. UTSA's 
ground differential is too low to overcome Northeastern's even if UTSA earns a 14 round forfeit in week 9. From Falcon Group, Illinois State will claim this 5th place position by 1 point. They're already out of reach of Arkansas State, and Houston Clear Lake is up against 8-0 Iowa State. I don't think Iowa State is going to let Central Florida run into Nationals with that number one seed if they can help. So you can expect Iowa State to come out strong, even against the three wins, one tie, and four losses, Houston, Clear Lake. Because North Carolina, with 11 points, can't be caught by any of the three teams tied for fifth place in Viper Group 2. They all have six points. And New Jersey Institute of Technology's nine points means they'll have to win against Rutgers, and North Carolina cannot win if New Jersey Institute of Technology is to win the playoff spot. If North Carolina wins, that's it. Finito. Done. We have our wild card from Viper Group. Now for me, as a local Washington boy, I have cheer fanatically for Washington State or Wazoo. This is an exciting group because this is what it all means. They have a match in their hands. They have the outcome in their hands. If they win, everything breaks loose. They're awesome. And outside of some really weird, weird circumstances of two major upsets against two of the best teams in the league, the win basically clinches the playoff spot for them in the wildcard seed. But if they lose, they're done. Goodbye, Wazoo. See you next season. That's it. If they tie, they rely on some luck. When I talk about luck, this is what I mean. If Wazoo ties against South Dakota School of Mines and Technology, then Utah cannot win or tie against UC Davis because Utah actually has a better round differential score than Wazoo does going into week nine. And then New York Institute of Technology cannot have a definitive five round win over UC San Diego. Now, both of those teams, Utah and NYIT, are punching above their weight class. Both Utah and NYIT are tied for fourth place with three wins, two ties, and three losses, and negative round differential. Both of them are playing seven and one and no losses UC San Diego, or six wins, one tie, one loss UC Davis. That is a massive hill to overcome. So all of that in mind, it actually paints a very positive picture for Washington State to make the playoffs in that wildcard seed. If you're interested in tracking some of the action, we start with tomorrow's CR6 stream on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash collegiateR6. It starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This will be Liberty versus Norwick. We'll continue on at 11.15 Eastern Daylight Time between Ontario IT and Ohio State. That's going to be a huge one because Ohio State is still undefeated and Ontario IT 
is still undefeated, though they have two ties, but they were undefeated through six weeks of competition. And on Saturday, we'll have one more matchup that's Central Florida undefeated versus Florida International University. And a huge shout out to CR6 for putting on this league and doing all the production work. It's insane. It's great. Well, this is only the second season of the first year. I'm excited to see where it goes. This has been a huge opportunity for me to grow in some skills and understand a game and a community that means so much to so many people. So thank you for the opportunities you've provided me. And that's it. That's a wrap. Y'all don't have to worry about a thing because I've got your six and we will talk to you next week. First, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you could do me one more favor, and that is tell your friends and family about this podcast. I'm sure you know someone who can get value from this podcast. And I believe this podcast does provide value for understanding collegiate esports perspective on esports in general as well as game development now one really cool feature about this podcast is that if you use the anchor app you will be able to record feedback and send it directly to me where i can incorporate it right into the podcast if using the anchor app is not quite your style you can reach me on social media that's twitter twitch facebook instagram periscope youtube mixer all under the name Warlock Recall. Thanks again for listening. I very much appreciate it. And I will catch you next time on The Summoning Hour.